Yep, you read that right. I want my fiancé to get rid of his four-year-old daughter. That is the title of today's episode. And no, bitch, those are not my feelings and certainly not my words. But that is the title of a post uh, that somebody put up on the, the internet, on social media, looking for advice. And I guess you could say they poured out some of the uh, not necessarily beautiful parts of their heart out in this uh, this post trying to get advice on what they should do. And so, child, in all honesty, I never even, I wasn't even paying attention to this. This was brought to my attention. And the person who brought to my attention was reading it to me. And as they're reading it to me and reading these women's words, you know, reading what she's saying, and which really just shows the true nature of this woman's heart, right? I'm like, you know me, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a very opinionated woman, <laughs> a very outspoken woman, you know, so I'm already like, oh, no, I'm going off, you know what I'm saying, I'm just going off, and then at the end of the day, I said, you know what, I'm just going to share this on the podcast, you, say, you know, they said, they said, you know, that's what I thought, you know, me and that, you like to talk about different things, and, and especially things you're passionate about, and you can see how this guy's like, it's probably something you should share, so I said, yeah, I'm definitely going to share this, because <clears throat> this is a real thing. This is something that, like, this is a very, it's a, it's a, I, I can't wait for you all to hear the shit this, this woman, I really want to call that fucking, I'm gonna call her a bitch. <laughs> what this bitch is saying. Trifling bitch, y'all. And want to wake up or really just raise awareness to people, you know, because I know a lot of people are in situations where maybe they're not with their partners anymore and, or something has happened and, you know, you, you all maybe are co-parenting and so there are times where maybe the, uh, if, you know, your child maybe has to be around another one, whether you allow it or not, and, and maybe you, you might not understand the hearts of some of these people. Not everybody is this way. There are good people out there, but for a majority um, of the fact some trifling ass motherfuckers out here. So, without further ado, I'm just going to get right into it, y'all, because I know you want to, and it's juicy. It's a, it's a bad, good juice. Is there such a thing as bad, good juice? No. It's bad, but it's good. It's entertainment. <laughs> no way. All right, let's get into it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so the title of the subject. All right, before I get into it, so what did this woman, first of all, as anonymous, uh, she was writing in to, I believe, a woman who has a page called Talks With Me. It's not just a page, it's a blog post. Uh, she's like a self-motivation coach, life coach. And if I'm not mistaken, when I went to her page, I'll even read um, what it says here. It says, welcome to Talks With Me, a page dedicated to uplift, encourage, motivate, and speak life into a generation that often seems to seek love, attention, and validation in all the wrong places. As soon as I read that, I said, I totally agree. I agree with that. You know, especially the last part she said is that this is a generation now that often seems to seek love, attention, and validation in all the wrong places. I personally think that this is a self-destructive um, generation. Hell, if it ain't overly sexualized or whatever, or or um, materialized, you know, it's something else. And also, I wanted to read this part from her page here. Where she says, where it says, Miria, because that's her name, Miria, 
Maria's objective. Now, Maria is not the woman who wrote this post, y'all. Maria is the woman who hosts the page, the blog, and she might even have a podcast. I'm not sure. But she's the one that, that the woman, this trifling woman reached out to for, I guess, advice. But Maria, the person who's hosting uh, the podcast, the blog for this woman to reach out to, says that her objective is to contribute to change and to mold young men and women into loving, confident, successful individuals. She said, it is important to talk about issues that no one really has the courage to talk about. Depression, mental health, bullying, low self-esteem, spiritual warfare, racism, intersectionality, and discrimination are real issues. We need to stop sugarcoating the truth and talk about what is really poisoning the hearts and minds of our generation. I will not act deaf and blind to the issues that are happening right before my very eyes. Instead, I will become the flame that will spark that change. So the person she's reaching out to is supposed to be somebody who's supposed to be a very positive, motivating, help you life-changing, you know, kind of beam of light. All right. Let's hope this stupid bitch is really just trying to get a beam of light. Okay, but she's looking for advice. So without further ado, here it is. I want my fiance to get rid of his four-year-old daughter. Hi, at Talks With Me. I need some advice from the mommies on your page. Okay, now all mothers and whoever, everybody pay attention. I don't care, just women with common fucking sense. Anybody with sense, goddammit. Because this bitch is crazy. She says, my fiance has a four-year-old daughter. Her mother passed away when she was born. He's been raising her on his own ever since he lost his wife. I am now in the picture. We're set to get married in 2022. I am also seven months pregnant with a precious little girl. I am not the stepmother type. And I know I won't treat his daughter the same way I will treat our child. To be quite honest, she gets on my damn nerves. For one, the little girl looks just like her mother. And having her around constantly reminds my fiance of his dead wife. Second, she is very attached to her daddy. And I'm afraid this is going to take away from my child's bond with her father. I basically want to tell my fiance to get rid of her. She can live with her grandparents or we can find her a nice family that's looking to adopt a child. I don't know how to approach the situation, but I need to find a way to convince my fiance to let her go. I promise I'm not a bad person. I'm just trying to look out for my child and make sure she receives all of her daddy's attention without having her quote unquote older sister intervene please help exclamation point and that's what she says now this is a screenshot of the post i know i know i know i know i know you ain't gotta tell me i know bitch i know i told you you lucky or y'all lucky that i that i just read it straight through because, bitch, if I was reading it or react, reading and reacting like I normally do to stuff, like I was doing in real time when somebody shared this with me, y'all, I was going off. Nah, bitch was going oof, 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 oof. Bitch, the nerve of some people. Before, before I even go on, because we got to dissect this shit. You know what I'm saying? This, this is a lot that was said here. You know, it's a lot of shit that was said here. And... I just want to say, 
before this post earlier this year I have seen things people so you know the internet is a great place to meet people oh boy no excuse me I did not say that because that's what y'all like to do as far as meet people but as far as meeting up with maybe people you ain't seen in a long time let's say social media like Facebook and friends and from high school whatever internet is also a great place to shop at if you're looking for stuff Basically, what I'm saying is there are some positive sides to the internet, okay? But there's also a very dark side to the internet that we don't talk about. <clears throat> and I think one thing we need to admit as a society is that when we're on the internet, we see the dark side. Not only the dark side of the web, but the dark side of people on the internet. A lot of times in, these, in comments. I never see more racist comments. TMZ has more racist comments than anything. You know, they, have more, they even have a new name for the black African-American, like, every day. I think now they're calling them nogs or something. Like, there's always something, okay? Um, it could be, you could say that the comments could be on ignorant sites that don't have, like, regular news, but it's not true. It's, it's on uh, it's on sites, major sites. Any sites that have a comment section, you keep going down and up, you're going to see somebody say something pretty much ignorant. And these days, it doesn't seem like anything anybody can flag a report really goes away. It seems like everything seems to be in the, as, as much guidelines as motherfuckers have on all these platforms. It seems that a lot of these things don't violate. <laughs> so they stay up. And it just keeps getting circulated. Uh, long story short, uh, somebody shared me one time, similar like this, but the person wasn't a fiancé. They wasn't pregnant. They were simply a girlfriend of a man who had a child from a previous relationship and had an um, animosity and resentment towards the child's mother, okay? They had, to, they had an issue with the child's mother. So now whenever the father or the boyfriend would get the child and she, being um, a live-in girlfriend, would at times have the child to watch herself because the boyfriend would go to work, go out or whatever, she would have the child on her own. She literally admitted, this woman admitted that she knew, like her friend, she has a friend who um, would come over at times and it would be her, her good friend, her good homegirl, and this child. And she said that she literally and intentionally lets the child drink out of her friend's cup, her best friend's cup of juice, soda, water, anytime like they're thirsty, like intentionally pushes the, them to share the drink because um, her friend has herpes. And she knows her friend has herpes, especially when her friends have when her friend has like an outbreak or something or there's a sore, because she was trying to fucking give the child herpes. Bitch, I'm dead. I'm telling you what the fuck they said. I can't make this shit. I wouldn't even who the fuck thinks like this? who the fuck thinks like this, yo? You need to be shot. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, I know, I know, I know. And these days and times, Black Lives Matter and gun violence and all of that and you shouldn't promote that and I am not promoting that okay but I don't I don't think there's no not a single person who who got light in them who just got sense for crying out loud or who just value fucking life how the hell damn it the bible even say Jesus even say if you even if you hurt them even one of these children the least any one of these little tiny ass children he said it'd be better for you to fucking wrap a boulder or some shit around your neck and jump off a damn cliff than it was for you to fucking be born he is going to deal with you you know what I'm saying? One thing I do not like, and this is really the main discussion of this, this is going to be of this subject of this sub podcast episode is what I don't like is coming at children because you have problems or insecurities or things like that with people or adults that you can't hash things out with. That shit is the pettiest thing I've ever heard of in my fucking life. It's, it's, it's cowardice and it's just it's, it's just shameful. 
Not only that, but you're sitting here, <laughs> you're sitting here jeopardizing somebody's child. You're sick. That's a problem. But, but here's the thing that kills me, too, especially with the post that I just read. This man is about to marry this woman. And for some reason, he is so starstruck in love, whatever, he can't even see. This is shit I was talking about in my previous episode about can't see shit. You can't see, you can't see, you can't see. No, I want to see. I, I had to learn in my life how to fucking see. That's exactly what I was saying before. It was a gift. I didn't understand that it was a gift. Because every time I seen it, I kept seeing it, I kept seeing it. And then it came to pass. That's the shit that killed me. It will come to pass. It's like in the beginning, you don't see it. You see it coming. You see it in their eyes. It's just, see, it's just signs. You just feel it. It's just something about it. It just starts to stir up in you. And it's a feeling. And it's a 99% accuracy. Actually, every time I went against it, I used to feel like a damn fool. That's how I learned to just start going with it. And then I realized that I wasn't going through all that pain and hurt of seeing because God was trying to hurt me so much. So it was, I, he was trying to help me see. So the whole point now is to learn how to see and fucking move accordingly. And that's how I got my circle fucking small like a Cheerio. I know a thousand people. I know too many people. But ask them how many got access to me. I have changed my number several times over the years just to keep my circle small just keep it around. If I got to eliminate you, I'll eliminate you. It ain't got nothing to do with disrespect. It nothing to do with, um, hell, I won't even tell you. Sometimes you got peep game move accordingly. It's called simply falling the fuck back. But one thing, one thing I do not respect is people coming around fucking attacking children because they got problems with a fucking adult. It's, but this is what I'll be trying to tell you about adult people. They so fucking petty, they can't even come and talk to you about the shit and hash it out. Or maybe you try to hash it out with them. They still got a problem with you. They're going to take it out on your fucking kid. Wake up out here, y'all, and stop fucking thinking. This thing about to marry this bitch. I pray she get exposed. I don't know how old that post is. And now by exposed, I mean like that the world is so small. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That something she did, somebody else is on there too and be like, hold up. Isn't that Tommy's girl? Yeah, that's Tommy's girl. Tell Tommy now. I'm, I'm hoping she exposed herself in the sense of suggesting some shit that's, that she think is innocent. Like, babe, how about we just put her up for adoption? Bitch, what? Like, nigga, did you, are you, yeah, nigga, did you hear that? Are you snapping out of the pussy smell now? Like, wake up. So let's go ahead and just dissect this thing. Bitch, I got to sit up. I ain't look comfortable no more. Let's, 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 let's get to the first thing she says. The fiance has a four-year-old daughter. The mother passed away when she was born. All right, so clearly the mother's already out of the picture. And that's not to say that in a good way. I just mean like the, the child already grew up not having a mother. Okay, so that already is um, traumatizing for the father. And I'm sure for the child, as she will grow up, to always wonder what life would have been like to have experienced being, you know, a mother. They always say, um, if you want to know what it's like to um, have a mother, ask somebody who doesn't have one or who's lost their mother. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they'll, they'll sit there and tell you. And boy, oh boy, do I remember when I was in the church heavy, especially on a Mother's Day. You know Mother's Day. Everybody show up and show out everywhere on Mother's Day. Traffic is stopped. Like it's Father's Day, traffic is smooth. <laughs> Mother's Day is just another thing. And um, all the church mothers and deaconesses, even people who just used to sing, they used to always just say, if my mother was here right now, I wish I could just see my mother one last time. I could just hear her voice one more time on the phone. Ask somebody who lost their mom. You know what I mean? Something a lot of people take for granted. You know, we as parents, our family is, you know, but at the same time, 
she lost her mom. Okay, he said he's been raising her on her own since he lost his wife. Now that she's in the picture and they're about to get married, this bitch is seven months pregnant. So now she's expecting. We all know this. But she just says that she's not the stepmother type. So here's what gets to me. Bitch, if you're not the stepmother type, what was your motive? What is it? What is your motive for getting with this man? Because here's my thing. Um, I wasn't always the type to date men with children. It took, I actually didn't start dating men with children until my late 20s, until I started pushing my early 30s. And that was because for the longest time, I felt like I could find somebody who was single like me, who didn't have those attachments. And also, the way that my generation was doing the um, baby mother, baby father, or creating their, you know, their next generation of offspring or whatever, it wasn't... I don't want to say they traumatized me, but it was just the kind of thing like, it was like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get caught up in that. And I never, ever wanted to be, like I said, time and time again, that girl that's, uh, you know, if, if, if you and your, and your baby mother is still in a relationship or y'all still co-inhabit or, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's still some kind of um, sexual, you know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Sexual attraction or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? The kind of thing where you're still there or you're not still there, meaning for the child, <laughs> there for her, the woman, or spending the night all the time is not necessarily always for the child. Um, family holiday is not always necessarily for the child. Then that, you got the family thing going on. And I respect that. You know what I'm saying? I was always the type of person. I respect that. It's like, okay, you got to grow. I respect that. No, nigga, get up off me. You got a bitch. Go to your bitch. I've always been that person because I respect that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if she understood that she was not that type of person, for whatever reason, like, I respect family or two, yeah, I know that he's the type of guy that I would like to be with because he's handsome, he's successful, um, he's a, he's a family type because he has a child, and he's the marrying type, which is great, but ah, damn it, I'm not, I'm not a stepmother. I'm not a stepmother. But you know what? I just realized what I just said. Out of all the things I just said, that's like four good, five, four to five positive quality traits. The only bad trait she would have said he had going on is that child. So she probably said, you know what? Four out of five ain't bad. Three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me rock with this three out of four. But now that this reality is hitting home, that this, no, bitch, now that you're getting, and yeah, you're going to, okay, you've been playing this role for so long. you playing this role so fucking well, apparently, or you're just sucking that dick fucking good as, I don't know what. You're doing something. Riding that motherfucking nigga to kingdom come, bitch. You're doing something. Whatever. Hoodoo, voodoo, and hex you put on that bitch. You've been putting it on that nigga for a while. And now you're starting to realize that if you get married, you're going to have to keep up this act for a long time. And you're realizing that you can't fucking do it. That at some point it's going to come out. And she knows exactly when it's going to come out. It's going to come out when that fucking baby comes out of her. When that baby comes out of her ass, then all of a sudden she's going to be all, like she said, it's going to be exposed. It's going to, she's going to start being exposed. I'm not going to treat her the way that I'm going to treat my child. So all of a sudden you're going to switch up. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping by this time, well, she's about to have the baby before the wedding. She's about to have the baby before the wedding, y'all. Hold up. She had to write this recently because she said she got married at 22. There's time. There's time, y'all. <laughs> she's about to have the baby. Maybe her ugly ass color starts showing from the time the baby comes. And then before the wedding, she just starts suggesting all this. Send it to your grandpa. Send it to her grandpa. For what? Hold on now. Let's get back to this. She says she's not the mother's side. And um, she, won't, she knows that she will not treat the daughter the same way she'll treat their child. And she said the daughter gets on her damn nerves. And you know what? And the funny thing about this shit, this is this the shit that pissed me off. She said how the daughter get on her damn nerves. I, 
damn. Like, you got that much hatred in your heart for a goddamn chance. Children can be annoying and they can be bad as fuck. But goddamn, you just, just, okay, yeah, even parents say, my child, children get on my damn nerves, but they're still saying it with some kind of love. And yeah, believe it or not, there's some kind of love in there somewhere. You gotta look hard and shit, but it's, it's in there, right? <laughs> But she, when she starts to list the reasons why the girl gets on her nerves, the first thing she says is something like, the little girl looks like her mom's. What the fuck control the little child got over how the fuck she looked? You think she, when she, what the hell, when she was in the womb, she was just in the design template too with God? Like, yes, Lord, and just like my mama, God, and you the fuck, she don't know. She didn't know. <laughs> she didn't even know she was going to be born. So that's how you know you you just like, you're not right. That's what I be trying to tell you about these insecure bitches. So she goes, little girl look like her mother. And having her around constantly reminds the fiance of the dead wife. Okay? And the thing that <laughs> she listens to what listen to how just you gotta yo, that's another thing how people I see people, the way they talk. You let people talk, just let them talk. Some people talk so goddamn much, excuse my language. Forgive me more for using your name in vain. I think at least twice in this episode, forgive me. <laughs> but People talk so much, yo. If you listen closely, they telling on themselves. She says right here. Now that this little girl reminds the fiance, she says she reminds the fiance of the dead wife. You don't have to say dead wife. We know she passed away. You've already said that. Yo, she reminds the fiance of the dead wife. You can just say the ex-wife. Or the reminds for the fiance of her mother, the dead wife. The wife that's dead. Bitch, damn. Oh, you know how fucking petty this bitch is? Bitch, I mean. I'm not wishing death on anybody so that I could come through a door so I could be, you know, um, somebody's main bitch now or whatever. But being that you already came through a door and you didn't even have to worry, you don't even have to, it's, 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 it's not even good enough that she's not, I'm not saying good enough that she's dead because I don't want to say that. But the fact that you don't have baby mama drama at all, you know, the fact that you don't have ex-wife drama at all, you would think that would have been enough for her to be like, well... You know, we don't have that in our relationship, at least. And that makes it easier to probably take on a stepmother role. Bitch, no. You don't, bitch, ain't even see it that way. She's still mad that the baby look like the woman. So she still got problems with this woman. But, bitch, you can't compete with a ghost hoe. You, you girl, you can't fight with Casper, bitch. First of all, no. What is she thinking? <laughs> First of all, once once the mother died, especially in childbirth, the, she don't, she graduated to like martyrdom, yo. Like she's a fucking martyr now, like <laughs> like a Gandhi or Mother Teresa or some shit. Like you know that ass. Like you can't. There's you can't know if whatever wrong she even did on earth, whatever that does between her and God. But I mean, like as far as even through man, it's just like. You you would just look like a dumbass just ain't saying anything about it. Fucking rude ass bitch. And then basically she says that she's just afraid that the child's is gonna is is interfering with what will potentially be the bond that her unborn child will have her with her father. She said, I wanna tell my my fiance to get rid of her. Get rid of her. Get rid of her. The words that she used. Live with her grandparents. Find her, find her a nice family, or you dread even. You don't even give a fuck if she's with strangers. That's looking to adopt a child. The man don't even feel that way. And then at one point she says that the the daughter's very attached to her dad. Of course she is. That's the only living parent that she has left <clears throat> that cares, loves her, and supports her. 
that's her father. That's her immediate family right now. And apparently daddy has been there ever since. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the piece of his former wife that he still have. You know what I mean? And a piece of him. At the end of the day, he's just, you know, I don't understand what is there not to understand. Bitch, are you hard-headed? Oh, the fuck? It ain't enough she about to have her own goddamn baby. <laughs> that's the third time I'm me. I'm just so bad. <sighs> Lastly, again, she don't know how to approach the situation, but she got to find a way to convince her fiance. You know, and that thing, and here's my thing. I told you what this woman's page was originally about: is empowering women, making women better. Something that I don't give that I care about. But I don't know that the advice that she's seeking is how can I be a better person? Because at one point, she even has enough to say, "I promise, I am not a bad person." Well, what? Well, goddamn it, what? <laughs> Whoa, she's fourth time. She's my language. <laughs> what are you? I mean, what is that? This is what I'm trying to say about people that can't own up to their fucking actions. They can't even take responsibility. They don't see nothing wrong in even what the heck they're saying. She is a sociopath. She's not concerned with the father's feelings. She's not concerned with what the little girl wants or needs. She's not concerned with what's best for both of them. All she give a F about is her and hers. Dead ass. She will play the game. She will wear the mask. She will play the lies down to the bone. But she's getting tired. There's a lot of people sitting like that in your lives right now. Mine too. I know who they are though. I just, told them, I just don't say nothing to them. They're little dumbasses carrying on with their little theatrics. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be able to tell. Because it's a snake. He don't let the devil in the house. Child, the devil got up in the house. Then laid up, made a nest. The shit done got itself impregnated. And about to spawn a new seed and try to take out the former seed. Child, Lord, I don't know what the hell. So many people were off. I personally cannot access the post for some reason. I don't know if the person's page is um, another friend. I don't, for some reason, I can't see it. But from the comments that was read back to me, um, a lot of people was pissed off. A lot of people was talking about how not only do they care for their own children, but they do the, I was, I'm just saying Brady Bunch thing, but you know what I mean, the um, um, blended family thing, where they, even if they're not married, they just have a partner that they with who has other children, and they are count them as their children as well, and they cannot imagine. Um, I personally don't, I come, my, I, from my mother and my father, I'm only child, but my father was married two more times before that. My father was a rolling stone guy. And I have a brother from the first marriage. I have a sister and a brother from a second marriage. And then when my mother and him got together and married, there was me. As far as I'm concerned, I'm the youngest. Now, in my life, when I was younger, I met my sister and brother once. I never met my older brother, Patrick. Now, my sister and my brother said that they went looking for Patrick and they actually found him. But from what my sister said, she lost touch with him and she did not get the feeling that he was open to keeping a relationship. And then as far as looking for me, they said that they had looked for me again because they remember meeting me when I was younger. But at the same time, they didn't know, she didn't know how I was going to be well received. And then she had told me that there was a time when she was in a really, really bad car accident. And um, she said she was in the hospital for a while. She was just life reflecting and she was just saying, like, I have to reach out to her because, like, I got to pass right in. Like, you know, she's just thinking about oh, a lot of things. That's one of the things that came up. And it was really funny to her because I had at that time said I want to look out for 
I want to look her up. I want to look up them. Which my mother always told me, I said, like, I'm only child, I don't even have no siblings. My mother always said, you do have siblings, you do have a brother, you do have a sister, you have a brother, you have a sister. That's what my mother told me. And she never was hateful about it, she never was resentful about it. She never says, your father, no. My mother never had that heart. She was like, you got brothers. She always told me their names too. So when I was in college and the internet was starting to become, already the internet was there. But I mean like search engines like Google and, you know, more websites and stuff were getting formed. I did a search. And one day I asked my mom, what's my sister and brother name again? And I found my brother's address, but I couldn't find anything else but an address. And I wasn't going to just show up at the door. That's what she was saying. Like when she was finding information, it was like addresses. Those are the days like you couldn't really get numbers. But lo and behold, I think it was like a white page or something. I found my sister and I found a number. And I didn't even know if it was a recent number. I just tried it. And so, and other, my last name is hard. Very, very hard. So there was other people with that name too. Maybe not the same name. It wasn't, it wasn't that many. But I'm like, it could just be somebody from the same culture with the same last name who's not related at all. You know what I'm saying? Just because you got the same name and somebody doesn't mean that you're related. So I left that message and I said, well, my name is so-and-so. I said, I'm, I'm looking to speak to so-and-so. Um, my father's name was so-and-so. And um, I'm, I think that was your father as well. This might seem like a little awkward call or whatever, but if, it, if that was your father, I would love to hear from you or whatever. Uh, Give a cell phone number. I got a call within an hour or two. It was my sister, and she was so happy. When I tell you, she was just like, oh, my God. She's like, I came. She's like, before I called you, she said, I had to call my husband. She's like, I called my husband. I was like, you would not believe who just called me. She's like, my little sister. She said, I had to pull myself together to call you, blah, blah, blah. She was in Florida at the time, doing very well. I mean, like, dead ass, like a living, <laughs> living wife. Two, three cars in the garage. She had a living, like, nanny maid. When I was talking to her, she was pregnant with her third child. She was getting ready to, to drop. I remember it was like, it was like August, September. But she really wanted me to come down. And I was in college. I told her I wasn't going to get a break until um, Thanksgiving. That I was going to have a small break for Thanksgiving. So she's like, I'm gonna, all right, I want you to come down. But I'm trying to figure out like, how to get down. And my mom was all for it. She's excited. She's happy for me. She even talked to my mom. She's like, I remember meeting you when we were all younger and everything. And I wanted to reach out. My mom was like, yeah, I always told her. You got, like, she has a brother or sister. Whatever, whatever. She was like, I would love for her to come to you. My mom was like, I have no problem with that. So now my sister calls. And she's like... I'm going to pay for your ticket. Like, dead ass. She's like, I'm paying for your ticket. She's like, and I'm thinking in those days she got a mail to you. She's like, no, you just go to the gate, give them your idea, whatever. And I was just to pay for my ticket to and from Florida. I didn't have to pay for anything. She was just like, she was just like the sister I never had. Then I found out these wonderful things about her. Like, um, she's, she's a, um, she's like a journalist and into documentaries. She makes Haitian documentary films because she was originally born in Haiti and then came here. But she's very much about her culture. So she's very much Black Lives Matter for them. <laughs> and she like does a lot. Very, very, very um, strong, smart woman. Has even gotten awards in Paris for what she's done. Hell, even on Haitian radio, my mother be like, they was just talking about your sister. I'm very proud of her. Like, if, it, if I had to pick a big sister and somebody that I would have to look up to and have a role model after, it would, it would be her. Like, I, like, she fits the model. Like, she's not... She's not that, she's not a trap, you know what I'm saying? Like she's, she's like, yes, and she's all about, even now she, she do, um, what you call it? Soup, food for the homeless. She don't gotta do that shit, she just does it. The same thing she does back home in Haiti is the same thing she does here. She go through NYC subways, she does documentaries on the homeless situation in the subways, yes she does. She raises awareness, she um, gets um, hats and gloves, scarves around the winter time. I don't know how she's doing now during COVID. 
I don't get to keep in touch with my sister as often as I would like to, but I met all my nieces. I met my brother, my nephews, my, my brother named after my father. My father passed away when, when I was younger. You know, it's not that he left any of us. He just passed away. And that's the reason why we were not able to bridge the gap. But one thing I did is meet my brother and my sister's mother. You know, and I want to share this experience because when I met her, <laughs> she was the nicest, sweetest lady in the whole wide world. And also, she reminded me of my mother. So I felt like my father had a type, sweet, soft-spoken ladies who was, you know, well-mannered, respectful, responsible. Like, they just, they don't have that heart because she had the heart. And the first thing she did when she seen me with a smile, she hugged me, she looked at me, she said, she said, you and Cassandra, because that's my sister's name, she said, you and Cassandra got the same smile. She's like, that's your father's smile. She's like, and then she looked at me, she said, and the same eye color too. And that's what her husband said. When he looked at me, he said, you and her have the same eye color. She's like, i never seen that eye color before. This is a brown. This is a simple brown, but he was like, y'all have the same exact eye color. But when we was around her mother, she's like, it's a, the eyes and the smile straight your dad. And my mother says our foreheads. She said they, all his children have the same foreheads. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. Two non-resentful women, very happy that we were able to get in touch. And I talk to them as often as I possibly can. As a matter of fact, I have to see them soon before this baby drops, my brother and my sister. You know what I'm saying? But again, um, the fact that she's saying she doesn't want the new, the older sister to come in between the affections that the, child, the father could potentially have for the new baby is absolutely ridiculous. If the man loves his first, why the hell he wouldn't? He's gonna, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna adopt onto the child. He's looking to marry you, so he's gonna love the child the same. Really, I think what she's really afraid of is being exposed. And the other thing is, um, why wouldn't the big sister entertain or love the idea of having a little sister? You know what I'm saying? Maybe she needs that right now in her life. You know what I'm saying? Just to make her happier, to just bring her some joy or something. You know what I mean? And kids don't think like that. That's the other thing I want to say. I don't know that kids think like that. Kids just, I think kids love to know that they probably just have another sibling somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I got one. Whether the parent made it or something. Kids don't think like that. It's usually the parents. And, and it's the kids that get caught up in the parents' shit. Now, I think if, the, obviously, if everybody could get along, it's great. But in a situation like this, like reading this woman who has a secret animosity, I think those are dangerous. You know what I'm saying? The one, like I told you, the girl who was, inten who was intentionally um, making the boy uh, drink out the cup of the girl who had the herpes or whatever. And there was another story. I can't even remember. Whenever my friend shares these with me, because I'm going to tell them, because I'm going um, well, I'm, I'm to tell them to send them, send them over. I'll just share them because you, it's what I really just want people to know sometimes is people's hearts. You just cannot have, I'm the type of person that you're not, no, not until, I dead ass until my child can really talk. And I mean, talk well. And we, listen, this is my, this is my child. This is Lindsay's child. If you know me, you better, oh God, that's Lindsay's child. Yes, my child. <laughs> this is Chapo's child we're talking about. Until he, she, he can talk properly, and until we have went through drills, nigga, yes, drills, and I'm, yeah, real drills. You think I got time for that? You think I got time for that? My child gonna be ready on deck, okay, to hit me up at any time if anything is going down. And the last thing, I'm trying to train my child to even be like, I'll be like, the last thing you ever tell them is I'm, I'm calling my mom or getting my mom. You contact me, on we gonna have codes and everything. Until my child can talk to me, until I have established that bond with him, he is not going any goddamn where. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I'll watch my own shit. I told you I don't fuck that way about daycare. I don't fuck. Yeah, I know. I know. And I said, I know that people have to put their kids there. I get that. And I know that some, some daycares are the best. And some people have babysitters who are awesome. 
I get that. I did not say that everybody's bad. But child, for every person that got a good babysitter or a good family relative or a good friend or a, a good daycare, it's about how many children all over the world getting let down every fucking day because they put in the wrong places all the time. You know what I'm saying? Hell no, nigga. I'd rather sit my ass at home and take a loss of income, bitch. No. You ain't touching my shit while I can't, can't talk or walk. I don't know what you're doing. The hell. No, I'm good. I'm here. Fuck out of here. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. The fuck? No. That shit is too creepy for me, man. I don't like that shit. You better come for me before you come for my little child. I ain't got time for that. Anybody doing anything like that is just whack and corny. I just really hope this man opens his eyes before he actually, like... I don't believe that he could... Yo, if he was be the type of man that's that pussy up to actually listen to uh, send off for grandparents, I don't, I, I don't even... I couldn't even... I, mm-mm. I would just hope at that point that karma would come back to her and somehow she get divorced with him and he get another woman who feels the same way and probably put her child in that situation where he can't hardly have um, access to her or see her because the new wife doesn't want it, you know, type of thing. It's just sad and disgusting, y'all. Sad and disgusting. Gotta watch. Like I was saying before, day and after. What day? I mean, if you day, day, but anybody me and my shit? What that turn around here, old boyfriend? Girl, no, no, I'm good. Why y'all have a father? <laughs> Maybe none of that bullshit. He ain't got time. He can't be touching people. How many times I said you turn around, you find out somebody's boyfriend was trying to discipline someone, trying to child down? I ain't got time for that, nigga. I ain't got time for none of that shit, nigga. Back up off my shit. I don't need dick that bad ever. Somebody's right down. You ain't about you watching shit. I don't need no boyfriend or no, no new boyfriend watching shit. Or you ain't got to be watching a goddamn thing. While I go to no goddamn store or work, come back home, my child on the floor dead. And the thing that's the crazy thing about it is I was working at the airport one time. There was a girl that worked there right before I, what, she left like right after I came, or right around the time I came. But I do remember her being there, and I remember her, and then one day I was watching the news, and it was a major story in the city, how a child um, was beaten to death, a cute, oh my God, little baby girl was only two years old, beautiful little baby girl, and the boyfriend had um, beat the child and beat it to death, pretty much, while the mother was at work. They was living at a shelter at the, at the time when the incident happened. Before she had left the airport, it was her and her mother that was working there um, at the car rental place. She was not in the shelter, so they had had gotten to some bad times, her and her boyfriend. Now her mother, her mother was wherever she was. She left her mother's house, running after her boyfriend, her new boyfriend that was not the father of the child, is basically what I'm saying. And then they got into housing issues, she got into, put into the shelter. Somewhere in the time of them being in the shelter was when he abused the child and killed the child. And then I was like, come on, my nigga. Like, who the fuck, as a, even as a father, if you're, father, if you're having child, problems with your child, mother want to hear some bum-ass nigga or a bitch. Fuck y'all, nigga. Y'all fuck everything. I be fuck because cause, cause he, what the fuck? That's not the father. That's not the motherfucker. Nigga. And I'm not saying that you can't co-parent. I'm not saying you can't, excuse me, I'm not saying you can't have a blended family and have people around. Just be the fuck careful. Sometimes I've been so goddamn starstruck and some, and so, oh, I've been a parent. So many people so caught up in, oh, I've been a parent for so long, and it's my time now, and they're finally grown. Yeah, 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 but don't just jump off a fucking bridge. This shit got to be right for every goddamn body. Word. It's just like when some people have new kids and forget about their old kids. And not new kids with new people. Child, you done seen it. They start posting up their new baby more than they do their old kids. You be like, well, what happened to, what about Tina, Tommy, Pookie, though? <laughs> You do. We ain't seen a post about them in like a year. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, how damn? <laughs> what, do they exist anymore? <laughs> like, or, or like my friend used to say, like, you treat, you treat, you treat him, you, you treat them like the light skinned baby, or like I'm the dark skinned baby. I don't believe in those kind of things. But you know, they'd be like the cuter baby over the, the, the whatever one. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like that. All right, y'all. That's it. You know, meanwhile, the cat, the cat is driving me crazy. All she do is try to jump in the fucking Christmas tree and snag the candy canes. I got decor- decorations of candy canes on here. But she likes to snap the, or swipe them off. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. There's like four candy canes on the damn floor, and I'm tired of picking them. I can't pick them up anyway. Get on my damn nerves. And she don't even eat them. She just likes knocking them down. And I put them higher and higher every time. And the higher I put them, the more it, it just it encourages her to try to get Get the fuck away from my tray. <laughs> fuck <laughs> You know I'm not about that shit And she unplugs the tree You know first of all It's already creepy that she goes by the cord Because yeah, she's so small And always living on the fucking edge But the fact that she actually manages to swipe it Sometimes I wake, I wake up I come on in the, in, the, in, in the fucking shit And then it's pitch black I don't know if she's What are you trying to set me up I'm going to make it dark So when she comes out here it's dark And I can attack her from the Come on it's, it's creepy. Don't touch my tree. Don't touch the fucking cord. Don't touch the fucking candy canes. All right, that's it. Love you guys. <laughs> and I'll see you all next time here on Travis Corner. Mwah.